Hey guys, welcome to the vault. Um, we're back with some sports talk. Um, we got Leon, Jason, and Pierre in the house, and we got Kyle back. Um, pretty much a, a regular panelist for sports talk. <laughs> no, he's uh, going to be a regular on the show. Yeah. This is he's going to be on all of these. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So we're back. Um, the four horse. Unless horsemen. he, uh, hey, sure. Uh, unless he like leaves because you're not being very gracious to our guest, Leon. <laughs> He's not even a guest. He's a co-host. He's a co-host. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's cool. It's cool. Just happy to be here. Three, two, swinging fame. Uh, Subscribe to this podcast. Um, But yeah, um, we're here to uh, talk sports. So hopefully you guys enjoy. Pierre? I am extremely excited for this episode. There's a lot of stuff going on. And Mm -hmm. I just want to test Leon's resolve today because I'm going to attack him multiple times throughout (laughs) this uh, Look forward to it. You know, sometimes every now and then, you know, Jason knows like it's and all of this is just like frat boy kind of, you know, busting shops type stuff. Mm-hmm. I tend, you know, there was a while I went through a Jason phase. That phase is over. Is it? It's Leon's turn. It's Leon's turn. Great. <laughs> oh, fucking time. It's been a year and a half. <laughs> so, I don't know. When I, when I get the busting chops, Leon, you're going to be my default for a little All while. Right. Let's That's go. Good. That's good. Let's go. You know, what, you know what's pissing me off about Leon today? You guys want to know? What's that? He's Canadian. He's Canadian. <laughs> And as we were, and he was never more Canadian than earlier today when we were talking about cereals. He's like, you know, he said something about our corn pops are flat. They are flat. What's the difference? They are. Obviously, I've never tasted the Canadian ones, so they got. got, Bring some. So they got less air up there in Canada. Okay, we got more air. Air goes into the corn pops. Higher latitude, so (laughs) the pops expand more. Expand more. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. you guys got like these weird flat shaped corn pops. We we got the real stuff. You got our, our pops are bigger than yours. Get out of here. No, I'm bringing you some. Well, why don't we get into the real meat and potatoes here? What do you guys All right. say? Let's All, right. All right. So this guy, Leon's little uh man crush now. This is his new man crush. Leon is, is this his like, re- is this his replacement for Kyle Lowry? Uh this is his baseball Working. version his of baseball Kyle version Lowry. of Kyle Lowry. Yeah. <laughs> Leon is absolutely in love with this young man. I mean, I don't. I, I'll tell you what. I'm in chats with Leon. I'm in a views in the vault chat. I'm in, I'm in multiple chats with him. And I got to tell you, I've, I, I'm kind of disgusted at how much you love this guy. It is like <laughs> he'll interject. He'll interject into any conversation. Vlad, his statistics, his he's age. Come, he's coming for that triple crown, man. Is he's not getting the triple crown? Yeah, he wanted us to do a triple crown assessment back in April. April, like, that's a triple crown yeah. watch. You know what though? I, I'm looking at Kyle. He's 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 positioning this to me, and I'm like, this fucking guy. You got <laughs> he's like, he just wants this. He, I get it. Leon's like in love with him, but I mean, this is like beyond normal. Yeah. Even this topic. Exactly. Let's be clear here. <laughs> Let's be clear. This topic itself is marginal. So, of yeah, so, all the yeah. athletes in the in the in, in you know in the major sports that we could talk about, right? We've managed on our fourth show <laughs> to talk about this guy fifty percent of the time. Yeah, it's like his batting average. <clears throat> That's maybe his uh, maybe his on, on base, base percentage. But yeah. um, historically, uh, the day after the MLB All Star Game, it's usually pretty flat for sports. So I will admit mm-hmm. that, mm-hmm. right? So NBA playoffs. Rather, I think I'd rather talk about um, soccer. Yeah, we had, we had Copa <laughs> America going on on Wednesday. We all know we how had, much I hate soccer. We had the Euro right? Championship. Yeah, yeah I want to talk about soccer or yeah. football, as they call it. Yeah, but which what, which topic would have gotten dropped if that were the case? Hmm? No, I'm I'm fine with. No, if we were going to talk about soccer, Leon Reber, it's your it's 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 your turn. I want to know which topic you would have dropped in order to talk about the Euro Soccer League or whatever the hell it is. Oh, uh, um, maybe this one. No, no, <laughs> not a, you, no, you wouldn't have dropped this one. <laughs> well, there's not much to talk about. I mean, he won the the MVP. He's a great player. Uh, he's coming back July 29th. 
Blue Jays have uh, got federal approval uh, to come home. Okay. So that's good. All right. Well, let's we talk know. about the youngest all-star game MVP ever with a huge ass exclamation mark. We got, um, we got 10 games versus the Red Sox coming up in the next three weeks, I think. So we got to um, get that home, home field advantage. Home field advantage. <laughs> Is it going to be capacity like 100%? No, I don't, I don't think so. Probably not. They don't even right? remember what Toronto's like. <laughs> yeah, they've been gone so long. It's been they've so been... long, right? <laughs> they don't even know. They're not going to remember <laughs> shit. They haven't been there in like a year and a half. Well, we've yeah. never seen Hunjin Ryu uh, play in person. That's you right. Do you a think lot of these actually... pending free agents don't know Do what it's like. you think they'll actually go back or they'll just say, no, we're good. We'll stay here in Buffalo. Right. No, no, I don't think Buffalo, anyone wants to stay. Hold on. No one wants to stay in Buffalo. Yeah, I don't think anybody wants to stay in Buffalo. Come on now. Buffalo <laughs> is like the most depressing place in the United States. Uh, Buffalo, New York. Oh, my God. So much snow and shit and weirdos. Know, it's a mess. <laughs> yeah. All right. So, listen, this guy's a talent, man. I mean, yes. Leon, why don't – like, what are your thoughts here, Leon? I know I know. Um, it's, a, it's not a logical place to start with you, but – yeah, I'd love mm. to hear what your thoughts here are. I mean, like, everyone wanted to watch the All-Star game because um, it was, like, the Shohei show. But, like, there, there's a lot of, you know, storylines coming in, a lot of young players. Tatis is on fire. Okunia, unfortunately, got injured right before. Um, but I think the game's in a good mm. place right now um, with a lot of these uh, young fellas here. Um, I think they did a list of uh, top players under 25, I think Vlado was only fifth, so that kind of shows you what the state of the the young players are. Just, yeah, you know. ah man, um, it, it wasn't was that one. Uh, at least Tatis. Sorry, yeah, I think it was Tatis. Soto had to be on there, huh? Yeah, Soto. Soto I don't remember. Yeah. I saw Vlad at five, and I got mad. I stopped watching. Yeah, um, Soto's <laughs> um, I bet you. Yeah, yeah. That's that's typical, Leon. Yeah, but yeah. the game only ended five two. There wasn't a lot of fireworks. You know? Yeah. Um, there wasn't a lot that happened during the game, but you know, MVP baby, we'll take it. First time ever Blue Jay has ever won um, All Star Game MVP. Listen, if this guy can keep his weight under control, mm-hmm. he's gonna be a, he's gonna be a force to be reckoned with for many years. But it's does he keep his weight under control? I, and I know I'm not saying that to be funny. I really mean it. Like no, I, no, the yeah. guy, you can tell he has a propensity to put on the pounds. Mm-hmm. Um, he's got that frame. He's got a Miguel Cabrera type frame to him which worries me well they've already moved him over from third to first he lost the weight thinking that he can go back to third but blue just have told him now you're staying at first so that is interesting i think that's his best spot i think that's his best spot at first but like you said pierre losing i mean obviously last year he struggled and i think a lot of it had to do with him carrying that extra weight you know and he came into this offseason he lost a lot of weight and obviously you see what how much is helping him this year this is a dude that would scare me signing him to a long contract. So let's say he has a few monster years. He gets out of, you know, the rookie stuff, you know, the, the introductory contracts over, they get into a real major contract negotiation. He wants 10 years. I ain't fucking touching that with a 10 foot pole. Not a chance. Um, and because he's too much of a risk. Now, he's a, he's uber talented, unbelievable. He's, he could be, he could, he could just, he, he, this is a, this is one of the preeminent power hitters in the game at his age. That's crazy, you know, mm-hmm. but I would be very worried about signing this but guy to a long-term contract. If you don't. Yeah. What do you get? There's, for that, chance, that, there's that chance he's going to move on to find somebody who will, because you know, somebody will. Right. I wouldn't be that one. Yeah. But if you see a lot of these teams that, sorry to cut, sorry, Pierre, a lot of no, these okay. teams that they didn't sign these guys to these massive contracts, they ended up doing better without those players. I mean, just look at the history of those. Look at the Nationals. Yeah, those 10-year contracts, they never work out. Never. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They don't. I mean, they, they still have a lot of time. They still have a lot of time. To oh, yeah. You know, he's, he's only his third yeah, he's only year. 20. He's only 22, Uh-oh. right? Yeah. yeah he's so only his third have... year, so he's he's got some time to figure it out. Yeah, yeah. 22. No, I mean, I'm not talking about figuring it out, man. Listen, here's what I fear with players that um, that struggle with their weight, even early on. Okay, uh-huh. so he did struggle his weight. This isn't something I'm making up. He struggled no. his weight, right? He's always been a big, so, big dude. So, he, so Miguel Cabrera, very similar. Uh, yeah. I mean, Pujols, to a degree, struggled with his yep. weight later, right? Yep. I mean, Especially so later on, yeah. You get you get someone who gets that big contract. All of a sudden, there's not as much incentive when someone who has a hard time controlling their weight 
there's not as much incentive to keep that weight under control. Well, if they're staring at the end of $250 million guaranteed or whatever. Oh, oh, the end of that, oh my God. You th- yeah. It's all guaranteed, baby. They're not taking nothing back. Right. That's my point. And at <laughs> yeah. the end of a 10 year contract, you're just about done anyway. Like, yeah, I mean, exactly. listen. It'll be 35. Yeah. Yeah. Cause usually for a guy his age, by the time he hits free agency, he's about 26, 27. Mm-hmm. So you sign after, you know, all the couple of years of arbitration and things like that. So if you were to sign him to a 10 year contract at, 27, but he's not going to last till 37. Mm-mm. Not being as good as he is at 27, obviously. You know, mm-hmm. the age this dude's still probably going to hit like, I mean, he has, the, he has the potential to hit 500 home runs. And, you know, he's mm-hmm. one of those guys, but he's also one of those guys that to me is going to have a, have a more abrupt end to his career if he's not careful when it comes down to the weight piece. That's just my opinion. You know, I mean, yeah. I've been, I watch a lot of baseball. I watch, you think, you think Ryan Howard is like a, Fair comp. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ryan Howard was a little bit taller than him, though. Mm-hmm. A lot mm-hmm. taller than him. Ryan Howard. Yeah, it was like six five. Dude. Yeah, big dude. Yeah, yeah. I so compare him more to Miguel Cabrera. Okay. And Miguel had, Miguel's very similar, right? Started at third, went over to first. You know. You might. I do crown. like that decision. I do like that decision to put him yeah, at yeah, first. to keep him at first. Yeah, definitely. because that's where he's going to be. Yeah, and yeah. and eventually. Most likely, he's 33, 34 to be a DH. DH, yep. How was he at third defensively? He wasn't bad. Yeah, he wasn't bad. Didn't have a lot of range. But it's also, um, when you come back to the Rogers Center, too, you don't want your star players to be hopping on the Astro turf all the time, too. That's the big thing. Yeah, but you also don't want a liability at third. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I mean, first base can hide a lot of shit. Yeah, first base yeah. has hit a lot of shit over the years, right? I mean, everywhere. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's a mm-hmm. that and DH that that hides a lot of defensive garbage on your team. But the thing with the Blue Jays is like all these guys that come over, if they're a little bit older and they have to play long term, they end up wearing down really fast. Jose Reyes, Troy Tulowitzki, yeah, and a lot of these guys. It's it's really hard on the body because we don't. We're one of the only teams that don't have grass. It's yeah. fucked up. Mm-hmm. So it's a big factor too. So. Get him off his knees, jumping around. So when you were asked about comparables, though, Leon, you're asking about comparables like body wise. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, to me, like Ryan Howard kind of just fell off a cliff after. Yeah, quick, exactly after those those monster years. Yeah, I mean, when he hit like thirty, maybe thirty three, thirty four, just kind of. He's like a guy to that peak, like that that came to came into the MLB like Wade Boggs, like older. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. We'll see. I, I think this is an impressive young man. I don't know if Jason uh, agrees. Jason's. I get, to me, it depends on when you want to start I'm, 10 years. I'm, I'm interacting with the viewers. If you want to start <laughs> if you want to start the 10 years now, I think if you can buy out a couple of years of his free agency, you definitely do it if you're the Blue Jays. I oh, mean, yeah, for sure. I mean, you see, you know, you see a lot of teams are doing that now. These young kids that they have on their team, they, they tend to give them contracts much earlier now. Because I mean, some of these kids cheap. don't have the because money. it's an invest. It's an investment, though. Because exactly what they're thinking is pay them now a little bit, show them that we care about them, and then you know, it's the right thing to do. It's almost oh, yeah, for it, sure. It's also it's also cheaper for the organization. Yep, they can sign them on an eight-year deal for much cheaper at twenty-two than they yep. can for a ten-year deal when they're twenty-five and have some few All-Star games and some, and. And MVP voting under their yeah. belt. Yeah, stuff gets real nasty too in arbitration. So, yeah. I mean, the like, White Sox did it with their entire no, because, starting lineup. Yeah, arbitration yeah. gets nasty because nasty, you're basically yeah. trying to prove why someone's not worth something. Worth so, something, yeah. yeah, you're showing off their flaws. You're talking. Yeah. It's it's. If you know, can yeah. skip that, just skip it. Pay a little bit extra. Get the guy locked up. Show him your loyal. Most industries out there that care about their people do reevaluate what they're getting paid and adjust. Mm-hmm. Sure. You know, I mean, that's normal practice, and it should happen more often. Just because you can have that cheap-ass contract doesn't mean you should. Yep. Yeah. I mean, teams have been burned with it, right? Like uh, Philly with Scott Kingery, right? That That's looking like yeah. a, a terrible the Red The Red Sox, remember Rusty Castillo, the mm-hmm. outfielder from Cuba? They had signed yeah. them to like a six-year, $72 million deal. I mean – And that was Braves, after that was after having to having to pay up just to be able to sign to, them. To sign them, Exactly. The Braves, but got, the Braves got out good with Acuna. <laughs> then you got organizations like the Cubs that actually uh, 
kept like Chris Bryant down in the minor leagues with a fake injury to extend yeah, service his clock. time. Yep, his service time clock. Yeah, to get an extra year. Yep. Bryant was a hard one too because they, they put billboards up before he even came up to the major leagues. Like everyone yeah. knew he was coming. Yeah. Right? Just pay the guy. But now now they're, they're going to get rid of him. So yeah, that whole course kind of broke. Right? Yep. 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 You guys ready? Yeah. Let's move to we didn't get to talk about the uniforms. Oh, the uniforms oh, terrible. God, they were fucking oh, doesn't... terrible. <laughs> uh, I, I got a different take on it. When you like it, those? Oh, I don't like them. I like that they used them. What, what do you mean? Oh, you like that it wasn't all their respective team jerseys, you mean? I like that they're introducing different concepts and different uh, uh, uniforms and, and breaking traditions. Um with these uniforms and hats and everything. No, like I that. do like that too, Jason. Mm-hmm. I do like that. I don't know I mean, if I like the choice of. I, I, yeah, I, I'm not necessarily a fan of the uniform, but but baseball has the oldest average fan age in all of the major sports, and they need to bring that down. And like well, it or not, talk about that now, kind of. Yeah, on yeah. the next <laughs> the next topic. Yeah. You're right, though, Jay. I get what you're saying. Make mm-hmm. it a little bit younger, right? Mm-hmm. So, uh, Stephen A. Smith um, kind of put his foot in his mouth sharing um, that he felt the fact that Shohei Otani um, doesn't speak English is bad for baseball. You know, that's what it comes down to. And then he and Max Kellerman go on to have a conversation where they're discussing um, other stars that they would prefer to have the mic um, or the spotlight. Um, and, you know, interestingly enough, uh, it was, there were three white ball players, if I remember correctly. Mm-hmm. Um, as Leon and I were listening to this together today again. Um, I don't know, man. I, I'll, I'll say this about Stephen A. Smith before I hand it over to you guys. Uh, he's the one guy that I think when I mute the TV, I can still hear him. <laughs> um, which, and I mean that. I, I don't know. I mean, <laughs> I mean, I'll give my take at the end, but I'd love to open it up to you guys. What do you, what do you, what are your thoughts on Stephen A.'s uh, comments? And do you feel like you can still hear him when you mute the TV? Uh, yeah, uh, absolutely. In fact, I turned the TV off and I still hear him. Um, <laughs> but I mean, the only reason he's on ESPN is to say stupid shit um, because it's polarizing. It brings in viewers, whatever. But I, he crossed the line on this one. Um, Shohei Otani is anything but bad for baseball. Everything about him is good for baseball, except for maybe the fact that he plays for a West Coast team. Um, but guy throws 102 miles an hour, hits 125 miles an hour, has a smile on his face. You can tell he just loves playing the game of baseball. Who cares what language he talks? You don't, you're not talking to him while he's on the field playing anyway. Um, yeah, it was just it was an insensitive, uh, ignorant comment by Stephen A. Smith, um, which we should be used to by now. Um, yeah, he's just hmm. a. Yeah, he. I mean, he is great for baseball. Obviously, how many times do you see, you know, your star players across all major sports where they tend like the example the home run derby. He went out there and performed. Why? For the fans. The, he knew the fans wanted to go out there and see him perform and do what he do, pretty much. Yeah. There's plenty of players that don't go out there and do it for the fans, per se, when it comes to events like that and things like that. Um, they avoid it. Yeah, they avoid it. They try to avoid it at all costs, even if... So this guy, he's great for baseball. I mean, look, he's he's doing something historical. We've never seen this before. I mean, I'm Babe Ruth is the last one. We've never yeah, we seen have this. Seen, we haven't yeah, seen it before. We've never sure. seen anything like this before where a guy could his he's he's out there doing it on both sides of the he can pitch, he can hit. So yeah. it was it was not a good thing by Stephen A saying that at all. Yeah, this one's <clears throat> kind of missed the mark. And, and you know, to be fair to Stephen A, he he apologized right after they yeah. did the big thing about it and whatever. But you know, baseball, like he he brings up a couple good points, you know. Um, that Jason kind of touched on, you know, baseball's got to work on getting um, the younger fans ingratiated with it. And, you know, it, does it help that he doesn't speak English? Definitely not. Um, but does it matter? You know, like Mike Trout is electric and he's been the greatest baseball player for the last probably good part of a decade. I've never even heard him speak. So whether the guy speaks English or not, I don't think it 
really matters. Um, can I, yeah, this, can is I, a, this is a tough take. Can I share something just to, in defense of Stephen A. Smith? Sure. Like I think um, I I don't I don't think it came out in a really good way. I'll I'll, I'll say that, but I do think there's value um, in more young players that can speak directly to um, the the young people out there. I think what he's tr- I think the the bigger issue is more about like not necessarily does does he speak English, but are there enough players out there connecting with the youth? Um, and making the game cool, you know, and, and you're not, it's not, it's not going to be, it's going to take Shohei Otani on the field mm-hmm. and doing all the great things he's doing, but it's also going to take a slew of other players that are going to be articulating why the game is cool and connecting with the young folks out there and, and show them why baseball is the way to go. Like, listen, the reality is Shohei Otani doesn't speak English. Right. Is there anything wrong with that? No, mm-hmm. but it's not a direct connection to the fans verbally is, is, is what I'm saying. It's not, I'm not saying that he should, you know, that, that it's bad for baseball. It's not, it's just not the optimal way to communicate with a fan base. Mm-hmm. But Yeah. Um, but baseball in general does a terrible job marketing their stars. Their stars. That I agree like, with. Like what, what Leon said, Mike Trout's the, been one of the best, m- most dynamic players for the better part of the last decade. How many commercials do you see him? Let me ask you a question, that? though. Yeah. How do we know that's that's MLB and not him saying, I'd rather not? I, I, I don't know who it is. I just know across the league, you don't see these stars being um, marketed very well whether that's Major League Baseball, whether that's the Players Union, whether that's the agents in the sport or the teams themselves, I don't know whose fault it is. Yeah. They don't market their, their, their young, dynamic stars very well. I mean, the All-Star Game is the first time I ever heard Fernando Tatis Jr. speak. Speak, right? Yeah. And that's when they had a microphone on the field. Yeah, yeah. I mean, is this a regional, dynamic, dynamic is this a regional problem, you think, I mean, like – Baseball is Baseball's a regional, a regional sport. sport. Yeah. Yeah. So it's more so I I mean, like you, you like you say. It, I say it's it's a, it's more regional because you you know teams most baseball fans aren't fans of the complete sport as a whole. They're more so fans of just their particular team. Yes. Like they're not like you don't see many. It's not like the are, NFL where someone exactly. on a Sunday you'll put on any game, any football game. Exactly. Like if you're a Met fan, you're probably watching only Met games. You're not watching. Uh, 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 you know, Seattle versus Oakland game or anything like that, you know, mm-hmm. like you tend to stick. It's very regional. Baseball is a very regional fan base as far as fans are concerned. So, I mean, it's something where he, sh- I mean, I feel like it's, it's uh, also a sport where like the indiv- individual player almost makes the least amount of uh, impact. I think yeah. like, like for basketball, um, you you can win win the ping pong balls and get the first pick, and that changes the whole trajectory of your yeah. franchise. Whereas baseball might take you four or five years before you even see this guy play for your team. They don't even barely uh, televise their draft. Yeah, they don't. Right? They have it it's, during their season. <laughs> yeah, right? they might have it on MLB TV, but I don't yeah, know yeah, watch yeah, that but, because I mean those stars. I mean those you don't know who half those kids are because they're all in high school. Yeah, high school or college. Yeah. Yeah. Who really? Or they may not commit get, or whatever. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Right. So it's tough. Yeah. It's yeah. I, listen, I, I, I do think the other thing is like, you know, people want to model, you know, certain, certain players. I mean, but at the end of the day, I, I do see some comments and they're saying that people aren't going to follow the, what they speak about. I see Jim, I appreciate your opinion, Jim, but in all honesty, um, it's both. I mean, sometimes, hearing something inspirational from one of these players from their mouth could change someone's life. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I be, it's not just what they do on the field. Some, you know, no. And I, I can tell Shohei is a great human being. You can just tell. Yeah. I'm not saying he, this is bad for baseball. I'm not saying what Stephen A. Smith is saying. What I'm saying is it's not the optimal way to communicate with, no. with a fan base. It's, it's not, it's no, there's nothing wrong. It's, it's the reality of it. He deserves everything Every dollar coming his way, he deserves all the accolades, all that stuff. All I'm saying is 
I don't believe Stephen A. I'm not. I can't believe I'm defending him. I just don't think he meant what he. I don't think <laughs> yeah, he yeah. meant it that way. I think he was saying it was bad for baseball because it's not a voice. You know, it's yeah. it's not a voice. It's not his voice. And and what a lot of the folks that are watching ESPN and stuff, it's not. They don't. You know, it's different, man. The connection's not the same. You you know, if what, I, I spoke think it, Japanese and I could understand every word that was coming out of his mouth, I it would mean it would be different. Mm-hmm. You know, well, I mean. Ichiro was a huge star, and he hardly spoke any English for the first five, six, seven Allegedly. years. Allegedly. <laughs> Allegedly. <laughs> I mean. Uh, yeah, I get what you mean, though. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I, don't want, I, don't want my, I don't want my thoughts getting twisted here. Yeah, no, no. Shohei no, Otani no. is, 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 belongs in that spotlight. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to just defend what potentially wasn't, came out not the mm-hmm. way it was meant. Yeah, yeah. Because we're in this culture now where if you say something and you say the wrong thing, but you intended to say something, I'm not to a certain extent, right? Mm -hmm. You're, you're, you're crucified, Yeah, you know, and he he may have been forced to apologize. It may not even be what he meant, you know, and I'm not, there's nothing overtly despicable about what he said. He just, Mm -hmm. you know, it's, it's, it's questionable, you know, and and granted, I don't watch first take because really I can't stand (laughs) <laughs> that show I, I don't like the format of it and anything like that so uh, everything i've seen is just what other media has reported so chances are all of that was taken out of context um but yeah i just i just know it was i, I wasn't very thrilled when i saw the comments that he made but again i didn't watch the entire segment so yeah, yeah I, I i when you when you listen to it to me it feels like he's trying to say what I was describing just now. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And what he's trying to say is those players that, um, what those players that do speak English may have a better opportunity to connect with the youth of America. That's what he was trying to get at. Yeah. Um, now, whether you agree with that or not, there is a language barrier. <laughs> that's, that's not a, that's a fact. Yes. That's yeah. a fact. Now, and I don't know, man. To me, Mike Trout's one of the um, one of those players that doesn't that deserves a spotlight, but doesn't. It feels like he doesn't want it. Doesn't want it, right? Yeah. yeah. Well, he could have chose know, to go to a bigger market. He chose to stay. Right. In, like, so it's kind of like, we, you know, yeah. what the heck? So, to me, this is a bigger indictment on the Angels. Like now, they have two of the most electric players, and mm-hmm. both times it's like, all right, like we can barely even watch these guys, like. I don't know. I mean, it's not the Angels' fault. I mean, they 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 took a risk on Shohei, you know. Shohei chose them or whatever the hell. But it's just like it just kind of sucks that you see this this franchise um, have all this talent and can't put it together. It's frustrating as a as a fan of the game to watch it. You know, Shohei's only making like what three mil, four mil a year. Well, it goes to show you, baseball yeah. is the players are fantastic, but there's nothing more important than a general manager or a scouting department and a scouting yeah. department. Yeah. figuring out how to assemble a team mm-hmm. the right way, because this is why you're right. This is why it's different than basketball, man. You could have two outstanding, like two players of their caliber in the NBA. That team's mm-hmm. won the championship every single year. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. 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 You know, yep. Honestly. I mean, that's, that's the reality. Yep. Like they've tried to throw money, right? Like Pujols got money. Rendon got money. You know, CJ Wilson back in the day. Well, but like, Pujols, just... there's, there's a, there's a prime example of bad contract. I mean, that's, yeah. you know, yeah. Like to their but credit, it, they're trying. I don't want to make it seem like they're not trying. It's just not working. This is yeah. why the Tampa Bay organization is so impressive. Yep. Mm-hmm. Because they can take, they are the most frugal shoppers on the face of the earth. Yeah. They have to be. And and they put together winner after winner after winner. If they were able to afford Shohei and Mike Trout, right? Mm-hmm. I be, I guarantee you, they would create a championship caliber team for the next 10 years because yeah. that organization is smart about what they do. Mm-hmm. They, plug they, and they, play, right? Like, well, when you're only selling 5,000 tickets a night, you have to be pretty frugal <laughs> on how you spend your money. Yeah, that's true. But I mean, they're, they're you, you can't just the... throw money at it. Money, right? That's not, that doesn't fix yeah. everything. Oh uh, yeah. How's, how's, how's that work out for the Yankees? Guys? It's so, not, no, but it's so funny, right? <laughs> like not at all. You'd have to throw – you can either throw hundred, a couple hundred million dollars at payroll yeah, or maybe a million 
at a co- like uh, just a really strong group Scouting of apartment and of, yeah. yeah, that's yep. it. Where would you go? I'd spend that million. Yeah. It's working for them. Yep. So uh, let's go to the let's go to the next topic. All right. Oh baby, it's tied up. Now, now a best of three. It is tied up, two two. It doesn't. It looked like this was going to be it, man. The Suns were just rolling, right? Mm-hmm. And they won. Now listen, they can if they went out at home, they still win the series. But yeah. right, right. If they if they win their their last two games at home, mm-hmm. but this has turned into a series. Kyle, why do you think it's turned into one? So I think obviously, I think going back to Milwaukee, that definitely helped them going back home, their home crowd being reinvigorated, you know, to play in front of their fans. Um, Chris Middleton's been a big, big, big producer for them. He's been a late game scorer for them, crunch time mm-hmm. when it when they need it most. I mean, last game he had 40 points. And obviously Giannis is still doing what he's doing. But I think this is an, I wouldn't say an indictment, but I think CP3 has been struggling as of late. I don't know what it is. Game I don't four know if was despicable. It was horrible his last game. I mean, I don't know. And we know he's the he's kind of the as far as just the 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 point guard on the on the floor, he's the one that kind of leads them. Obviously, we know Book is the guy that's gonna take them home, but I mean it's interesting. It's two two going back to Phoenix. It's it's tough. I don't know. We we'll see. Obviously, it's a best of three, but I think Chris Paul has been been struggling as of late. I don't like I said, I don't know. If he's injured or what's going on, but mm. he hasn't looked like himself as of late, so that's concerning nope. for Phoenix. Leon, yeah, point God to point fraud. <laughs> <laughs> what other storylines do you think are uh, kind of fueling this uh, this change in the series? Uh, Jason, you want you want to share? I got, yeah, I got Jason two. First. Yeah, I right. got two. Uh, Giannis is obviously one hundred percent healthy now. Uh, and he is playing like he is the best player in basketball. Uh, he's dominating rebounds. He's just owning the Suns in the paint. It's not block. even. It's not even close. Oh yeah, that block. Oh yeah, I was just. I was just trying to, trying to defend the the pass and and I just <laughs> shut down the biggest guy on the floor. Uh, and then um, Chris Middleton making shots, just finally making shots. He. The Eastern Conference Finals, he looked like a bum. Now he looks like a, a hero. Like, he's known to be streaky like that. Yeah, yeah. but it, he's he's on a good streak right now, especially the last games three and four, and 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 especially down the stretch in the fourth quarter, they can't mm. they can't stop him. It's and and then Chris Paul just just leaving the ball on the floor. Yeah, I don't yep. I don't know what he's doing. Like, do you think it has anything to do with him? Because he hasn't really been right right since he's come back yeah. from COVID. Do you think it has anything to do with that? Possibility. I mean, I, I I I know I had COVID and I know I wasn't right for a few a few weeks after that, and I wasn't playing sports, so I could only yeah. imagine. But I I don't think he had COVID. I think he just. I think it was just protocol. like in protocol. Yeah, protocol. Yeah. Right. He didn't, he didn't test positive. Didn't he test positive? I don't think. I think. I don't think it ever came out. Right? No, I think I. I think you had me think about that earlier, Leon. I don't. I don't think he did. I think. Yeah, I just no. think he came in contact. I believe, if I'm not mistaken. So they had to basically kind of quarantine. Quarantine. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. But he hasn't been right since he's been off. Like so, yeah, the, yeah. the two games they won without him, campaign looked great. Came back, kind of let the Clippers back into the series. So for the first two games of this series, he's looked awesome. Christmas. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. But the last two games, especially Game Four, especially the second half of Game Four. Mm-hmm. He's, he looked like he didn't even belong out there. Yeah. Yeah. And if they lose this series, right? Mm-hmm. If they lose this series, you're going to look to these poor performances from Chris Paul. No, yep. you have mm-hmm. to. It's funny how quick this can turn, right? Turn. Yep. Yep. You Just know, last I mean, week, everybody was saying that Milwaukee yeah, was wrap done. it up, pack it in. Yeah. Yep. I mean, Milwaukee with, with, with a hobble, Giannis has no chance. Like, oh, yeah. No, no for chance. sure. Right, a hobble, yeah, a hobble, Giannis. Even with Middleton on fire, it, it's not going to happen. But you know, I I think the rest of this series is really dependent on two things, and it's what Middleton brings, and it's what it's what Chris Paul brings. Like yeah. if if there's a reversal in those two fortunes, then you're going to see yeah. that then then the Suns are going to take this series. But if it continues the way it is right now, uh, Milwaukee's winning. Mm-hmm. But um, it's going to take Chris Middleton cooling off, and it's going to take Chris Paul getting hot. So if those things if those things um, happen, 
it's Phoenix. If they don't, Milwaukee, Milwaukee is going to win it. I mean, he's a da- Giannis is tough, man. If he's in a zone and he's uh, determined to get to that rack, he's getting to that rack. He's on there. Yeah, nobody on Phoenix could stop him. When no, Milwaukee, no, I saw this too much. I saw this as a as a Celtics fan uh, a few years back. Man, he is. He yeah. dials in. And they and the Celtics had had a solid defense, man, mm-hmm. and they had young, like young stars that could that that could play D as well, and they couldn't stop this guy, man. Even, uh, even on the way to the rack, you know, mm-hmm. like I'm yeah. talking, even 20 feet out, they were having a hard time covering him. So now you're talking about, yeah, he's he's in his own, man. I mean, this is I don't know. What do you what do you think? You guys think that who do you think is going to win the series? I think I oh man, this is tough. I think actually Milwaukee's going to win. I don't know. I would say six. I think they're going to go into Phoenix tomorrow night and win. And then they're, they're, not, they're not going back to Phoenix for game seven. I think Milwaukee's going to win this in six. Mm. Mm. I, I think I agree with uh, Kyle. If, if, they, if they win game five, the series is over in six. Yeah. They're hard to beat at home, man. They're very yeah. hard to beat at home. Fear the deer. I think Phoenix is winning in seven. Yeah, they have to win. They have to win tomorrow night. Then I don't see. I don't see Middleton. I don't see Middleton continuing the streak. That dude is so streaky, man. Yeah, he is. No, he definitely is. Storyline wise, I'd rather I'd rather the Suns win because because honestly, like if this doesn't work out for the, the Bucks, man, they, they're all in on their current roster. They can't really oh, do yeah. anything after that. So you if they don't work the like this, money. I you yeah. know, Drew I, I, I don't, mind, I don't mind if the Bucks win either though, because then it's validation yeah. for Giannis for signing that yeah. big contract. Yeah, to right? stay in Milwaukee. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Part of me like doesn't want that, though. <laughs> As a bitter Raptor fan. As I a Raptor fan? <laughs> yeah, I want him to make the mistake, man. Fuck. Yeah. But, uh, you know, it is what it is, you know. Um, that's the thing when you don't have a horse in the race. You just kind of just, you know, you get to enjoy it and see how yeah. it all plays out. Yep. All right, let's move on. Uh-oh. <sighs> mm-hmm. Wow, we've gotten to a place where uh, Team USA is the not dream team. Is that Jaleel Okafor? That is Jaleel Okafor. I was just oh going to say God. that. Yep. What the yeah. heck? Uh, yeah, so they lost two exhibition games, uh, one to uh, Argentina and one to Nigeria. The Nigeria was the, the big stunner as mm-hmm. a pre-Olympic uh, warm-up in, in Las Was it Las Vegas? I think they were playing it. I believe it was Las Vegas, yeah. Yeah, um, but then they came out and absolutely destroyed us. Was it? No, they beat all Argentina, lost. Australia. They lost to Australia. Yeah, 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 yeah. But destroyed a, a pretty good Argentina team. Um, so, I mean, these are just warm ups. These guys haven't played together at all. It's not even their full roster yet. But it is concerning to see a team USA lose to a Nigerian basketball team at any level. Yeah, which is one NBA player, Al Farouk I mean, <laughs> I mean, they didn't have OG and nobody to help them out. But, um, yeah. you know, uh, it's not looking good for USA basketball, right? Like, you know, it's never good to, you know, I mean, it is an exhibition game, but it's never good to lose. Um, they've lost Kevin Love today. They added the defensive stalwart, JaVale, JaVale McGee. <laughs> all 19 minutes at a time. Um they added the, the guy from the Spurs. Anything, anything's an improvement over Kevin Love at this point. I, I guess, but I mean, like, you yeah. know, Kevin Love, like, he gets to play with some, some talented NBA players for the first time in a long time, so I would have thought that he would at <laughs> least keep keep it together a little bit, but, yeah. you know. He's, he's got some mental health issues, so I wonder if that has something to do with it, too. He's too busy doing advertisements for Banana Republic. Yeah, could be. <laughs> I mean, doesn't want to His, uh, his, his uh, signature Banana Republic slacks. <laughs> you know what I've noticed with Team USA? Obviously, I know, like Jason said, they've just, or was it Leon? Maybe it was Leon. They just came together. Obviously, they haven't had time to practice with each other. And usually in past years with the Olympics going on, they usually get together at least two years in advance each summer mm-hmm. to kind of get things together. So this team is kind of just thrown together. But one thing I noticed about Team USA is that when you compare them to these other countries, these other countries are so, how can I say it? They're so much more advanced. Not, I wouldn't say advanced, but they they work so much better as a team when yeah. it comes to just playing the game of basketball. 
And I think that has a lot to do. The world has caught up a lot when it comes to the sport of basketball. Obviously, USA still with, ha, produces the best players, in my opinion. But the other countries have caught up significantly. I mean, you look who was the MVP this year. Jokic, Luka Doncic. I mean, you got mm-hmm. so many guys from other countries who are just dominating the sport as well. So I think that matters as far as these teams from other countries are always playing together as opposed to USA, where they're just thrown together for the moment. So I think they, you know, it can lead to, to struggling, but I would still think they would win the gold medal, though. Well, so many smaller countries, too, it's more tight-knit, right? I mean, yeah, tight-knit. Like, yeah, if you're good, you come up playing together. Come you've, up. Yeah, you've come up mm-hmm. playing together. And, like, look and at like, Spain's team. Like, yeah. They've Those played together, together for forever. Years. Yeah. That it's chemistry team. changes stuff, man. Mm-hmm. It does, yeah. you know? Yeah, yeah it does. You know, the dream team, you know, the, the original, the OG team with Jordan OG. and Magic John. Uh, I mean, they were so uber talented. It didn't matter. You right. know, chemistry be damned. That team wasn't going to be stopped, you know. And I, I don't know, man. I don't know how much that team had an impact on worldwide basketball, but I'm pretty sure it was a large one. You. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. That, that, to me, is probably what changed the trajectory of international basketball. Mm-hmm. It takes a while to develop the culture yeah, and to yeah. get to that place where you're where you're delivering the you know in a fashion like we are today, but I'm sure that dream team was very influential on international basketball, um, on that on that stage those players, you know, and it, it's not something that can instantaneously in two years change, but that was probably one of the driving moments that that spurred this change, and you know, listen that that basketball now is influenced basketball there is influenced basketball here. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And th- th- this is a very unique year, too, right? So um, the pandemic kind of pushed back, uh, well, it pushed back the Olympics a year, right? Um, all the Olympic qualifying stuff that was supposed to happen last year was happening this summer. So a lot of these guys are coming off a of very short, this is their vacation time, right? Yeah. So a lot of guys have to get eliminated from the playoffs to even, you know, want to do it. And then, you know, we, we had the same thing with, with Canada where we, we could feel the really good team, but if it's not good timing or if this guy's hurt or this guy has a contract, you know, it's just it's like ridiculous. Like remember back in the day where people like, this is something you, you, you wanted to be a part wanted of. to do. Exactly. Mm-hmm. It's so it's so annoying. Yeah. It's I like, mean, we, still, we still have players that are still playing for their teams. Chris Middleton, Devin Booker. Yeah. And Drew Holiday. Team. Yeah, Drew Holiday. Holiday. Yep. Yeah, but so. the fact that you have to struggle to put to put, to the, put a team together from ridiculous. the USA, it's crazy. Well, you should. I mean, you guys can field four teams, like let's be honest, <laughs> and, and, and make it, you know, like like an A B an A team and a B team. But you know, yeah. it's 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 part of the. I don't know. It's just this year is just very different. You know, um, I know Greece really needed the, even Giannis to, to make it to the Olympics, and they they couldn't get it done without him. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not worried about it. I mean, with Greg, with with Coach Pop, um, he'll get those guys playing. I know they only have nine days to figure it out, eight days maybe. Mm -hmm. Um, (laughs) But uh, I'm not worried about it. We'll see what happens in their first uh, um, knockout or stage game. If they don't get it done, the excuse is already built in. Like, it's not going to be as shocking, right? Yeah. And if they steamrolled everyone and then lost. Yeah. Now if they lose, it's like, all right, whatever. That would be that would be crazy if they do. Yeah. Well, let's move on. <laughs> this fucking guy. This fucking. Guy. This guy might be the biggest asshole in sports. I can't think of one bigger right now. <clears throat> no. Young, humble Connor was a great guy to watch. This right the before, before the hype. This guy right now is. It's almost indefensible. He, I mean, he's, he's punched <clears throat> an old guy at the bar. Just, uh, sexual allegations. Um, now he's threatening to kill Dustin Poirier and his wife in their sleep, and their um, kids, and the kids. Okay, the kids got it too. Yeah. Uh, uh, just no class. I don't know. It's, this it's, reminds me, I, and I love a guy I loved growing up was Mike Tyson. Mike Tyson. Mm-hmm. It's hard to watch him lose, right? But at least Mike Tyson. I kind of like that dude. I'm not sure about Connor's upbringing to the same degree I am Mike Tyson's. I mean, Mike Tyson came from shit. I mean, well, Connor, Connor did too. Yeah, yeah. he's on welfare. 
you know, mm-hmm. working class family. I think he used to be a plumber. Okay. You know? But I don't, I don't know if that, I don't, I'm not, I don't know sure. if that, that it doesn't compare. I'm not to sure it, it, it's yeah. the same life that, uh, that uh, Tyson had in Brownsville. But in my point, my de- yeah, my deeper point is like, you know, I kind of, I don't know with my, with Mike Tyson, I felt like, you know, if it just felt different because uh, you felt, I almost felt bad for him. Mm-hmm. Well, these guys worked their whole life to get to where they are. And then you get to a certain level of fame, like it's got to be hard to, you know, have that same drive. You know, are, are you, you know, as willing to go wake up in the middle of the night or, or do the same training mm-hmm. and fight for your life when you got all this money in the bank? You know, I think the the big turning, <clears throat> the turning point for him was the, for at least for um, Connor is, is the Mayweather fight. You know, you act differently when he was doing a lot of like the talking and a lot of the showboating and whatever. And maybe took like a little bit of a uh, Floyd Mayweather's, you know, um, style a little bit to just get people to talk about him or whatever. But then after it's like, you lose a lot of that when you're not a winner, you know, like are people going to be really fiending to watch you fight? Right. There's a, this, guy, a, this guy's at the end, right? I mean, come on. He's got yeah, because after a while, all that talking, if you ain't producing, it's not going to mean yeah. shit. He's, he's mean, one and four in his last five fights. Yeah. Um, and apparently his ankle was essentially broken before the fight. Yeah. And his trainer and him didn't tell anyone. Well, he's never pulled out of a fight. Well, I get it. With like but, a torn ACL. You, that's fine. But you've yeah. got to at least um, say, you know, hey, there's a stress fracture here or something like that. I mean, I, I'm surprised the gamblers aren't uh, knocking on his door. Right crazy, now. right? Well, here's the yep. thing. Like, if you know your foot is broken, why are you opening the fight with only kicks? Like, <laughs> like that's yeah. that's a little bit wild to me. Yeah. Like, when he fought, um, I think it was like me? Max Holloway. No, he fought oh, Max okay. Holloway on, a, on like yeah. a torn MCL. Torn he, barely, yeah, yeah. he barely beat Max Holloway. But that yeah. fight, he he it was strictly boxing. Mm-hmm. If you know you have a stress fracture in your foot, what in the hell are you doing? Kicking all the time. Yeah, I think it's just a wild injury. Yeah. yeah. I mean, there may be a strategy there. Maybe, maybe that was done on purpose. So, because if he, if he didn't mix that in or start with that, maybe they would think there was something wrong with him. Who knows? Maybe. maybe. You know, we don't know what's going through their head as they're kind of going through right. this stuff, but you know, either way, like I admire his toughness. That part I do admire. I admire his toughness. I mean, to go out there knowing that you're, you know, you're, you're, you're injured. I mean, listen, that takes a lot, you know, it's not easy to do any of us who've had any sort of injury. Think about like, exactly. Like we, we sometimes won't go to our job where we have to stand up every now and then, (laughs) you know, and then (laughs) then you got someone who's going to step into the ring. You know, I think back to like Schilling with his like torn ace with his torn, uh, torn, um, Achilles. Achilles and and other of the uh, Kirk Gibson like these heroic performances right and it takes a special kind of person to be in that respect to be able to do that you know so that's admirable um the things that come out of his mouth his bravado it's you know it's either it's either some sort of cover for some insecurities or you know it's just he's an asshole you know, it's it's something. I mean, I mean, I, I think he's trying to sell the fight. Yeah, and he's yeah. he's he's one of the best in 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 um, contact sports at selling the fight. Promotion, maybe, baby. Yeah, maybe Mayweather. I just think with this fight, for whatever reason, he crossed that line mm-hmm. uh, and didn't keep it just between him and the fighter. He he's went after the fighter's family. He said he was going to kill Poirier as he's sitting there with a broken leg. On the he said it leading after. up, leading up to it too. He no, said, he actually said it as he was sitting on the mat. Yeah, yeah, no, that's it. He said, he said, he yeah. said, "Listen, do you? Can I ask a question? Now, I don't want to justify what he's saying. Mm-hmm. Not okay, but do do you think like the, maybe the moment the time you don't interview somebody? Of course. Yeah, this might not be the best time to interview someone. Um, you <laughs> might say right, right. Now. Like, listen, I think you – listen, I, I've never sat there with my leg broken being interviewed after losing a fight. <laughs> but I can imagine it's not the optimal position to be asked questions. And some things – you don't – listen, man, everybody has something they're holding back. 
Mm-hmm. Right. There's things people want to say that they say, all right, it's not the right thing to do, whatever, whatever. Mm-hmm. And the first thing that's going to get going to get compromised when you're when you're in pain is these like self controls. Yeah. You know, so I kind of I don't like what he said. I think it's disgusting. But I also don't like that the dude's sitting there after losing a fight with a broken bone and he's being asked to answer these questions. Like, what, what, did, you, what did you expect to come out of this guy's mouth? Yeah. Like, so you know, like. And Rogan's tried to make it a point not to interview guys that have just gotten knocked out. You know, technically, yeah. this isn't a knockout, but yeah, like, yeah. it's regrettable. Um, nothing good came out of the interview. We barely understand it. He went full Irishman. Yeah, yeah, but who, dude, you know what, dude? Fuck Joe Rogan for that, okay? <laughs> so, like, you know, at that point, we were talking about Connor and what he says and drawing a crowd of stuff. And then you got a guy who's, dude, Joe Rogan's walking over to him, right? He knows. His leg is He broken. knows that this is going to help him. Mm-hmm. Not is the, what, this is what's going to be right for Connor McGregor. This is what's going to help him and, what, and his product. Mm-hmm. Maybe it was in the it's contract. Almost, Maybe it was in the contract that he had to. Why? No, man. No. Like, with a broken leg and shit, you think they wrote that in there too? Listen, you, there's got to be a level of care that goes into this stuff, right? Yeah. Yeah. Like, there's no way you would expect a guy who already gets unhinged and says stupid shit. Now, all right, let me approach him with a broken leg. Just lost a fight. He's yeah. a fucking mess. Let me walk over there and start asking him some questions and see what happens. Let's wind this toy up and see what happens. It's ridiculous. The, the weird it, thing is, is the January fight, they had just fought in January. He was yeah. super humble. He took yep, it. Yeah, he took like his hot man. sauce. Yeah, like Connor, <laughs> for whatever he is, he usually takes his losses pretty damn good. When he lost to Nate Diaz, he took it okay. The Khabib thing, uh, but th- this was full blown. Like, well, what the hell happened? Like, I don't know. I've watched Connor for years, but this is definitely a. Uh, do you, think right many for, do you think it was right for Joe Rogan to to, no. to to crawl over there? No. Lay next to sit next to him and start asking him all these questions. Jo- with Joe the world Rogan watching him as Joe Rogan, losing. Joe Rogan can hear Con- Connor's like you while he was interviewing Poirier, you could see Joe Rogan looking over. He's hearing the crazy shit that Connor's saying. Like mm-hmm. you should know not to interview. What? But let's think about this, right? A team loses the Super Bowl. Yeah. What does, the player, what does the player have the opportunity to do yeah. once they lose that Super Bowl? Exactly. Go shower, clean up. Walk off the field. Field, exactly. Yeah. Compose themselves. Think about how they're going to say something. And they go to because, the podium. Because what you're seeing at the podium is the rehearsed version in their head mm-hmm. of how they should react to something. Mm-hmm. Nobody – now I'm not going to say nobody. Ultra-competitive people – aren't going to do well in that situation. Mm -hmm. They're not. Yeah. That doesn't excuse what he said. No. But it certainly suggests that Joe Rogan was a dick for doing that. Mm -hmm. A selfish one. Maybe he was told to do it in his ear. Go get Connor. I don't know. Like We don't know. That's all I'm saying. Whoever did it. Yeah. That's on the shit. It's a shit decision. Mm Mm-hmm. It doesn't. He, that means they don't give a. They don't give a shit about a guy who's made them money no, hand over fist. Yeah. He, they're just going to turn him into some sort of like little showpiece, a little yeah. yeah, circus act, a little a little prop in their little game. <clears throat> the truth of the matter is, one of their stars just broken their leg. They should be focused on getting him safety or whatever medical. Yeah, so they can march him out there for fight number four. So yeah, like, we, yeah. we don't know if there's was it impacted bones or you know it could yeah. be fragment. There's so many things that could happen. Like I've never seen anything happen like that where he just threw a punch sideways and his leg broke. That's crazy. Right, that shows you this dude was legit. He's not a Jet bullshit. Hurt. He was legit yeah, yeah. hurt walking in there. Yeah, yeah. I mean th- that outcome was the best thing that could have happened to him in, in the sense that he was going to lose that fight anyway. He was getting pieced up. Yeah, I I mean, do you guys think he, his career is over now or what? There's not it's many not fights over. left. There's not many no. fights left. No, no, no fight. Diaz trilogy. That's about yeah. it. Yeah, Diaz. They'll fight. He's Poirier not fighting again Khabib again. 
No, he could Khabib's box up done. Jake Paul, maybe. Yeah, Khabib's done exactly. So, uh, but he'll fight. I mean, this fight didn't end like anybody wanted it to, so they'll fight again. Um, I think so. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, not, White, too I'm, much not money. I'm not in a rush to watch him fight Poirier yet. Poirier's gonna fuck no, him up. But Dana White already said they're fighting again. Yeah, for sure. That's another payday. Do the Nate do the Nate Diaz fight and then box up Jake Paul and call it a day. Fuck Jake fuck Paul. The Paul oh fuck him. Dude, <laughs> both of them. What, what, one of those guys was calling out fucking Saw Canelo. Canelo, exactly. That was Jake I Paul. Wa- I want <laughs> him to fight Canelo. So his Canelo can actually knock his head clean Beat off his shoulders. Breaks off of him. Listen, boxing is not the sport you roll into after your little YouTube career. <laughs> exactly. Say, after you, yeah, after like, you knock out Nate Robinson. These are people. <laughs> these are pe- you're you're getting in the ring with people that started this shit when they were nine. You know, exactly. like I mean, you're not gonna like come out of that death forest or whatever the hell it is he did. Remember that? That, that yeah, disgusting, yeah. I think it was him, that disgusting video he did. Was it yep. him or his brother? I don't even know. His brother. Yeah. His brother. His brother. Whatever, man. I can't, his tell brother apart. Apart. I can't even tell those guys apart. Either way, man, like it's just, it's, it's not the kind of sport that you just roll into, man. Just ask Kimbo Slice. Like Kimbo Slice tried to go into a sport with that same mentality. and guys ass handed to him left and right. Yeah. Boxing's no different. These people are well, trained to beat the shit out of you. So far, for all they twenty all years been, longer, right? So far, all they've been doing is fighting either non MMA or non boxers like um, like Nate Ben Askren, Ben Askren, right? Or or they've been they been faced basically no Nate Robinson wrestlers <laughs> and jujitsu <sighs> guys. So poor well, he fought Mayweather. He fought Mayweather. Mayweather was wasn't a terrible fight. Yeah, Mayweather's yeah. a defensive yeah. boxer for one. He's retired for two, and all he was doing was cashing a check. Mayweather, uh, Mayweather, would if that were a real fight, he would that dude would have done in forty seconds. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, that, he should be charged with armed robbery for what what they did and forced <laughs> us to watch. <laughs> I didn't watch you, that. You didn't, I didn't you watch didn't that. Have to that buy mess. It. Yeah. I don't know. Everybody that bought that fight should have been arrested for dude Floyd Mayweather. <laughs> if that's a real legit fight, right? Yeah, defensive absolutely. defensive boxer or not, he's a boxer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. Logan Paul, it would have it destroyed him. Mm-hmm. It, would been, it would take 40 seconds. That's why I hope they actually piss off a real boxer and 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 actually fight and a really real fight boxer. a real boxer, exactly. And to see what in, it's really like. Yeah. Anyway, those clowns. I can't. It's funny though, right? Like them. these, like that. You think you can just roll into a boxing ring, you know? What's funny is the people that actually pay for those fights. Yeah, that's the crazy part. It's got me interested. I don't know, but but <laughs> Come I on, do. Leon. I do. I do like. I do like their stance on fighters don't get paid enough and stuff. So no, well that's true. That's true because those guys. I mean, that was a Ben Askren that fought one of the poor brothers. Mm-hmm. That he got, even though he got knocked out in like less than a minute, but he that was probably his biggest pay that he ever had. That was had. his biggest pay. And Ben yeah. Askren, outside of UFC, dominated 170 for a better Yeah, part no, of he years. was a good, yeah, exactly. So, right. So, I don't know. Maybe he got paid to take a dive, whatever, but who knows? You know, it's one of those I, things. I know, if, I know if they were fighting real boxes, that would not, that wouldn't happen. Yeah. And we got the Woodley fight coming up. I'm, I'm interested to see how he does. We'll see. We'll see. I don't know. He's got me watching. Whatever. I'm not paying for it, but <laughs> allegedly. Well, allegedly. we can take this down. Wrap yeah. up if you guys are okay with that. I'm fine with that. Uh, great news, uh, Kyle. Um, yep. The Red Sox did beat the Yankees. Uh, <sighs> that's what is that? What is, what's the Red Sox Yan- record? Seven in a row. Is oh, it seven, seven. Is it seven and zero oh against the Yankees this year? Yikes. Yankees. I told Aaron Judge make sure he takes care of himself. In Colorado, but he didn't listen. I bet you did. I bet you did. Mm-hmm. He didn't listen. Blue Jays yeah. are coming home. Oh, that's right. They're I can't back wait till the Red Sox back get, at the Rogers Center. I can't wait till the Red Sox get to play them in Toronto and beat the shit out of them there. <laughs> Come watch it firsthand. I think uh, mid-August. Uh, America. Are you letting? When are they going to let people in? Mid-August, I think. Mid-August is is what yeah. they're aiming for. Yeah, that's what they that's what they aiming for. They're allowing uh, your people to come to my country. <laughs> yeah, I've, I haven't been to wow. Toronto in about three years, so I'm I'm mm. I want to go back up there. Well, listen, guys, this was fun. Good times. Mm. It's time to wrap it up for the evening, though. It's a long Getting night. Getting late. 
long night. Shout Star Wisei, thank yeah. you again Shout for always. Yeah, and and always feels people with us. It always yeah, no, nah, dude. Listen, man, we're building this, right? No, yeah, I'm fine with it. We're building this. This feels good to build. It feels good to build it with a new friend. Thank you, thank you. You know, I even can tolerate Jason this evening. <laughs> you know, I thought we were done with this. I meant, I meant, I can probably tolerate Leon for, for a short period of time. But uh, this was fun, guys. So, for all you out there, uh, please tune in. Uh, help us out with this if you have feedback. If you want to, you know, share any topics or whatnot, we'd love to. We'd love to hear from you. Um, mm-hmm. Tomorrow we'll be back with uh, the week in, this week in caps. Um, we'll have keeper sleepers weepers on Sunday. Probably do a stock report at some point soon. Um, you know, and then I think we're gonna have a lot of stuff next week too. I'm sure. Mm-hmm. I'm sure. That's special guest RHP tomorrow, right? Yeah. Yep. Nice. Mom No Hands will be on tomorrow. Um, he's going to share something that he's been working on a little bit, which will be fun. Um, yeah. But with that, Leon, big fella, take us away. Yeah, make sure you guys drop a like on the video. Subscribe to the channel. Check out uh, Kyle at 3-2 Swinging Podcast. Um, for Leon, Jason, Pierre, and Kyle, we out, guys. Stay fitted. See you, everybody. Peace.